Hey guys, welcome to the fifth episode of the Pushpool Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the real way, the no bullshit way of getting a six pack. Okay, so as I'm sure you've heard before, there's a few things that come into getting a six pack. It's not just about your training, it's not just about your nutrition, it's about a combination of both of those. So that is what we're going to talk about today. So starting off with nutrition, obviously you need to be at a low enough body fat to reveal your abs. You can have the best developed, the best wealth sculpted ab genetics in the world. But if you're 40% body fat and severely obese, you're not going to be seeing your abs. So if you cannot currently see your abs, it is because your body fat is too high. End of. So that means you need to become in a calorie deficit. So you need to start eating less calories than your body is burning. So you can start to lose some of your body fat and then eventually over time you'll start to reveal your six pack. So the amount of weight you need to lose will obviously be independent to you and unfortunately it's probably and usually more than you actually think. People think they need to lose a few pounds, you can usually double the amount they actually think they need to lose to get to where they want to be and that's generally because if you look at your stomach it may not look massive but what you've got to think about is when you lose weight, it's not just coming from your stomach or it's not just coming from your hips, your love handles. It's going to come, it's going to be lost systemically through your body. And typically, the places you care about getting lean the least are what are going to get lean first. So, you know, your legs, you might not care about too much, and or your arms, your shoulders, the, the, the areas that you individually might not care about. Unfortunately, there is going to be fat loss from there as well. It's not a bad thing, but it just means that the process is going to be a bit longer to get you to your six pack. So we need to know what to do to get ourselves there as effectively as possible. And I've spoken about this in a previous podcast, but I will go over it again. We just need to set you up a calorie deficit. So what this will look like is your your eating needs to the the calories that you're consuming need to be set up in a way so that they are less than your daily expenditure. We can do this by increasing your daily expenditure, so getting more active. We can do this by decreasing the amount you eat, or we can do it by a mixture of both of those. And the the, the, the nutrition aspect is the one I'd recommend because it's a lot quicker to not eat 300 calories than it is to burn 300 calories. One you're looking at half an hour, one you're looking at a few seconds in your mouth. So what we're gonna do, you need to find your starting point. You need to find where your calorie maintenance level is. Again, this is going to be individual for everyone. It's going to be dependent on your job, how active you are each day. Do you walk your dog daily? Uh, are you tall? Are you short? Are you a man? you a woman? How much muscle mass have you got? All these things are going to come into determining your calorie deficit. So what you need to do is take a ballpark figure. Go on Google, type in TDEE, Total Daily Energy Expenditure Calculator, and fill in the details for yourself, and it's going to give you a there or thereabouts figure for your TDEE. Let's say that comes out at 2,500 calories. Now, for one week, you're going to track your food intake, weigh it out, get my fitness pal. I know it's a pain in the ass to begin with, but after a week, you won't even think about it, it just became, becomes habit. And if you want this, then you're gonna have to just do it. So once you have tracked yourself eating at that figure for a week, you wanna see where your weight has gone. If your weight has gone up, then you need to decrease your calories because you're eating in a surplus. 
If your weight has gone down, then you need to increase those calories because you're in a deficit already and we're trying to find maintenance at this point. And if you've stayed the same, then well done, you're at your maintenance. So after some adjustment and you've found your maintenance calorie level, we now want to subtract 500 calories from this so that every day you're eating 500 calories below your maintenance level. So in a week, your total deficit is going to be 3,500 calories, which will roughly equate to one pound of fat loss per week. So now if you follow that, that's obviously that's really brief way of covering it. I can go into it in a lot more detail, but for this, uh, for this podcast, we'll leave it there. So that is your calorie deficit. And Obviously, the, the amount of time you need to follow that for is going to be dependent on how much fat you've got to lose. It could be a few weeks, it could be a few months, it could be a year. And the process is going to look different uh, depending on how long you need that to be for. So where should you expect to be seeing abs? So we're going to talk about body fat ranges. Are you going to be seeing your abs at 20%, 15%, 2%? So that's what we're going to cover. So when you look at, we're going to look at some ranges. So when you look at models on like a Hollister advert and they've got, you know, some, some rough outlines of abs, it's, it's not, it's not really chiseled. It's not overly visible, but there's, there's, there's some lineage there. It's, it's a bit soft, but it's there, you know, you know, the look, these guys are typically in that kind of 14 to 15% body fat range and they generally have quite favorable fat distribution. So they're quite lucky with the way they distribute their fat. So they kind of naturally have some good ab development and visibility. So for you and I, who may be less genetically gifted as a model, we can expect to see that kind of development around that 14 body fat, 14% body fat range, okay? Bear in mind that the average for a guy uh, to, to be seen as healthy is around 18 to 20. So that's quite a way off if you're looking at percentages, but it's by no means unachievable. That's completely achievable. If we go down from there and we get to around the 10% mark, this is where your body fat is going to be low enough to start really revealing the six pack. You should be able to see a lot deeper cuts than the 14% mark. Um, we're talking about 10 to 12%, sorry. So you'll see a lot more shape in the six pack. You're going to see all the lines, most likely, if it's properly developed, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And you'll be able to see that the full structure, you'll get some of those oblique lines coming in. It's still not going to be like you're a bodybuilder or a physique competitor on stage. It's going to be there, undeniably there, and you're going to look amazing on the beach. So after that, we're going to get into the realms of competition lean and this is where you're around nine eight seven six percent body fat under ten percent every one percent body fat you lose is going to have a massive difference on the way you look because if you think about it if you've got ten percent body fat and you lose one percent you've lost you know that that's ten percent um, of your body fat so that's that's a massive change and the leaner you get, the more results you're going to see. So from 10% to 9%, there's going to be a big difference in your six pack. From 9% to 8%, it's going to be really chiseled. When you get into 7 6%, you know, that's when you're going to be shredded. You're going to see the veins in your abs. So the body fat range you want to expect to get to really depends on the look you want to have. And don't forget the rest of your body is going to be involved in this. As you lose weight, it's not just going to be your six pack. So 
you know, if you, you might want a really shredded six pack, but if you don't want hollow cheeks, then you're going to have to meet yourself somewhere in the middle because you're going to get those hollow cheeks if you want to get to six, seven, eight percent body fat. Basically, the bottom line of this is you need to be lean to have a six pack. So wherever you are now, if you don't have a six pack, lose some body fat and you will get one. No bullshit. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the training aspect, which I think is where most people go wrong. Most people know that you need to be a certain leanness. Most people know you need to eat in a calorie deficit to lose weight. You know, that's that's easy stuff. That's obvious. It's general knowledge. However, the way that most people train abs is ineffective, incorrect, and it's, it's just wrong. So I'm going to give a typical ab workout that most people would be following. And it's probably going to sound quite familiar. It's going to be intense. It's going to be 10 to 15 minutes maybe, and you'll probably do it daily, every other day, something like that. It's going to include things like um, bicycle crunches, crunches, and uh, laying leg raises, planks, all these kind of things where you're going to be doing super high reps. Uh, you're going to be out of breath, sweaty. It's going to be burning a lot of calories for the time you're doing it because it's so intense. But think about it this way. If you wanted to train your chest, are you going to jump onto a bench press and do 30, 40 reps, uh, a rep per second or two reps per second like you would a bicycle kick? Are you going to do that on the bench press? And then you're going to go straight into dumbbell press and do sets of 30 again or 40. And then you're going to go over to a cable machine and just hold a static um a static fly on the cables to emulate what you'd be doing for a plank. No, you're not. And if you did, it wouldn't be effective. It, it would give you something, but it wouldn't be effective for the goal of just building muscle. And when we're training our abs, we want to build muscle. People think you can't build your abs. That is bullshit. You can build your abs. What you build is the depth of them. So they don't become wider or anything like that. They become thicker which means the lines between your between the pack, between the six or eight blocks, if you're gifted, um, between the blocks will become deeper, which means they're going to be easier to reveal. And when you do reveal them, they're going to look more impressive. So what I just said is what you shouldn't be doing. And unfortunately, it's probably what you are doing. So now I'll say what you should be doing. Your ab training, it can still be in a short amount of time. You don't need to be spending an hour on abs. 20 minutes is plenty enough and you can do that two to four times a week. I would suggest around three times a week. So what we want to do is there's a certain structure you want to put your training together in. Just like you would with chest again, you'd go to a bench press first or you do your squats first for legs. There's going to be a certain way to work for your ab training. But first off, we're just going to talk about general exercise selection. Obviously, it's going to depend on your core strength in what you have available to you. I'm not going to recommend you doing leg raises or toes to bar if you've got really weak abs and you're a beginner because you're simply not going to be able to do them in a way that's proper technique and effective. So you'd be better off doing something easier. However, you want to find a movement that's really going to challenge you. If you find something that you can only do for six reps and then that's complete failure, then that's amazing. And I want you to stick to that movement until you can do 15 of them, 20 of them. And I guarantee you will notice a massive increase in the visibility of your abs, the development and the strength of your abs. Once you can do 15 to 20 with that 
exercise you once could only do six or five with, that also means you can move up to a harder progression. And when if that, that harder progression brings you back down to, you know, five, six, eight reps, that's amazing. Now you're going to stick to that one and you're going to go through that until you can get higher reps with that. So you're basically, it's basically a naturally inbuilt periodization to the way you train your six pack. You're going from strength training to endurance training and you're going to be building nice blocky six pack along the way. So how are we going to structure our ab training? There's four, there's four ways I like to hit the six pack and you're going to do two to three sets of each of these movements three times a week and that's going to be three 20, ses 20 minute sessions there or thereabouts. So we're going to start with a bottom up movement and that just means that you're bringing your you're doing something with your legs you're bringing your legs up your bum is going to come off the floor or it's going to lift in some way and what that's going to do is it's going to the exercise is going to emphasize your lower ab development as the lower abs are infamously hard to see it's it's where you're going to see uh, fat come off last so you'll see your top four blocks way before you see your bottom two unfortunately it's really annoying but that means we really want to put most of our energy into developing those bottom blocks. So things, my favorite movements for this are going to be things such as leg raises, which are very difficult or reverse crunches, which are amazing. Let, let's, let's have a look at this, what we could do for a beginner. You could lay on the ground, lay flat, bring your knees up so they're tucked and then you're just going to push into the ground with your hands and lift your bum off the ground and that's going to be a flat reverse crunch so if you think of a normal crunch when you're curling your stomach your uh, chest up this way you're curling your bum up towards your face instead from there you can do this same thing but on a decline bench with a small decline and that's going to make it harder and then what you can do is you can keep increasing the incline and it's going to get harder and harder. And this is what I mean by making a movement harder to keep challenging you in those low to high rep ranges. Once again, once that's easy, you can start doing the same thing, but hanging. So you hang off a bar and you're lifting your bum, tucking your legs, you're doing knee raises. And then eventually you can let one leg out and do single leg raises. And then you can do double leg raises. And this along the way, again, you're going to build so much core strength. The next section I like to do for ab training is going to be a static sort of movement. So for a complete beginner, this is going to look like a plank where you are just holding still, um, building that static structural strength of your six pack. However, I think there's a lot better alternatives for a plank and that would be dragon flags. So if you've never seen a dragon flag before, Quickly Google it or YouTube it after this and you'll see exactly what I mean. But basically it's where you're anchoring yourself to the ground. You're going to keep your body completely straight and you're going to come up at a 90 degree angle and slowly keeping your body straight, fall down to the ground, holding yourself to go as slow as possible using your core. This is extremely difficult. However, again, there's progressions. You can start with your knees tucked in and then you're only doing half your body weight. Then you can let one leg out then eventually two legs out and when you're insanely strong you don't even boost yourself up to 90 you to 90 degrees you lay flat on the floor and using your core you pick yourself up to 90 degrees 
and then slowly lower yourself back down. So again, there's a huge room for progression there. Um, and that's, that's going to be much more challenging and much more beneficial than performing a plank. So we've started with our bottom up movement, then we've done our static movement. Now we're going to hit our obliques, which are down the sides. And to get a full developed looking uh, core section, midsection, you don't just want the blocks to be developed, you want your obliques to be developed. These are the lines down the side of your stomach and um, they really give your you much more shape, they give you a better taper. Visually speaking, they're going to be really beneficial. So for this, we want to hit a rotational movement. And again, there's ways we can increase this over time. So starting off, we can look at something like a Russian twist. We are just sat on the floor, feet up and you're twisting, touching your hands side to side on the floor. For most people, this is gonna be way too easy. So what you can do is you can add a weight in your hand or like a little uh, medicine ball. But again, that's gonna be quite easy. What I like to do is sit on a decline bench so you're already having your core engaged, holding a heavy dumbbell or plate, then twisting side to side for again, 10 to 20 reps. and. People always make the mistake of going way too light. They do 50 reps or 60 reps and they're holding two or three kilograms. No, I want you to hold, you know, hold a 25 kilogram dumbbell, get really strong at this movement and you're going to see your obliques just blow up in the development and visual, visual development. Okay. An alternative to this would be something like a wood chop or a cable chop. Um, using a cable machine and again you can start light and over time just add weight to this like you would with any other movement for your uh, when you're training any other muscle in your body and you're going to see some great development for your obliques. Now finishing off our six-pack training is going to be a top-down movement so remember we started with a bottom-up movement with our legs coming up now this is going to be our top coming down so this is where you do see things like the standard crunch that we've all done thousands of and this is really going to put the emphasis on those top two to four blocks of your six pack, um, which, that you know, your whole six pack is going to be trained no matter what core movement you're doing. It's just you can put slight emphasis in different areas. So everything we've already done is going to have some impact on your top abs. This is just really going to be the icing on the cake, you know. So for this, again, crunches, way too easy. Stop it. You know, you, you can do crunches for minutes. Stop it. We want to make it hard. What you can do is come onto your knees at a cable machine, get a rope and you can do rope cable crunches. Again, you're using a cable machine so you can add loads of weight. It might take you a little while to find the position that you really feel it in your abs, but it's going to be so much more beneficial than a crunch for building the blockiness of your abs. So get strong at these coming down eight to 12 reps, six reps, 15 reps here and there. Try experiment with different uh, rep ranges and just get strong in this position, okay? Another amazing alternative to the rope cable crunch. Again, if, if my description of it isn't obvious enough, Google it. So Google rope cable crunch and you'll see what I mean. Another thing you can do is a decline crunch. So go back to your decline bench, lay down on it. So um, lay down it the correct way rather than reverse like we did earlier. And again, get a heavy dumbbell and then you're just going to crunch all the way up. Breathe out as you come up so that there's less air in your stomach. You can get a tighter contraction of your abs and then coming all the way back down. Again, you're going for heavy. You're not going for high reps, going for lower reps. Eight to 12 reps is going to be perfect. 
really develop those abs, okay? So what we covered is where you need to be to see your six pack. 14% is gonna be, it's gonna be there, but not massively visible. 10 to 12, you're gonna look great on the beach. Six to eight, eight to 10, you're gonna look amazing on stage. You can add two to all, add 2% to all of these if your abs are really developed. So if you can see your abs at 12% and then you start and you're at 12% now, if you really develop your abs through the methods I've just discussed, you will see your abs a lot more. It will look like you're 10% body fat or 9% body fat, even though you're still 12%, just because you've developed those abs, you've got deeper cuts in between. So this really is what you need to do, is help so many people when they start doing it. So rather than doing all the bullshit, get into this now. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Any questions you have, let me know. I'll be more than happy to help. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next one. See you later.